It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. By the way, you can join us during the week on Fox Business. The name of the show is Kudlow. It plays every day, 4 to 5 p.m. Repeat at 7. You can DBR us by texting your favorite nine-year-old. She'll show you how to do it. And here... You can live stream us on the internet, LarryKudlowShow.com. LarryKudlowShow.com runs all across the country, around the world, throughout the solar system, including the Milky Way. So we've looked at a lot of things today. We're going to hit the stock market now. Kind of a dull week, the first week of the new year. Dow's off 200 points, 223 points. The S&P was down a wee bit, 73. Points. Last year was a very good year, as we know, as markets up about 24-25%. Interest rates uh, did start to edge higher. There's all kinds of cross-currents, whether the Fed will or will not ease, or whether they'll be aggressive. What's the outlook for profits in the economy? So let's jump in. Jack Berugian with us, chairman of the Global Smart Commodity Group. Mike Ozanian with us. Assistant Managing Editor of Forbes Media and co-host of Forbes Sports Money on the Yes Network. First thing I want to say is Happy New Year to both of you, very old and dear friends. And um, G. Willikers, Mike Ozanian, what's going on here? I mean, there's, you know, a lot of cross-currents. And we had a jobs number yesterday. You know, you had to look under the hood. Was it a strong number? It probably wasn't near as strong as people thought. Why should the Fed be easing aggressively this year? That might get him into political trouble, uh, juicing the election for Joe Biden because the economy is not yet in a recession, or maybe we're heading for a deflationary recession. I don't know. Michael Zanian, you probably know. Uh, Happy New Year, Larry, and Happy New Year to my good friend Jack. Um, Under normal times, I would agree that Uh, If the Fed were to cut going into an election year, it would be viewed as very political and, uh, well, it would still be viewed as very political, but the Fed would be concerned about perhaps tainting its reputation and its independence and so forth. Um, But based on a lot of things that are going on right now, I I, I think we could say these are not normal times, uh, uh, politically speaking. That's my personal feeling. Um, I I think that if you look at where Wall Street is, what Wall Street is betting, and I think they are betting for the Fed to cut rates next year. I don't know if it'll be as early as March, but I think it'll be sooner rather than later next year. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think they really are that concerned about the political ramifications. I think the jobs report, actually, if you look at it closely, particularly as it pertains to private sector jobs, I, I think it was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the, the earnings outlook is what, in all of this, is what I find uh, most troubling to believe. That is, they're looking for in 2024 the S&P to grow earnings 11.5 percent. And if you look at the rate of growth in the economy, which is very modest, uh, unless you're a believer in huge gains in productivity throughout 2024, I I find that hard to believe. So I'm 
in a general sense, bearish on the market, even if the Fed does cut. Uh, I think you could see long rates, the 10-year, stay well above 5%. And if you, no matter how you measure it, Larry, whether it's price to sales, market cap to GDP, price to earnings, stocks are very expensive right now. So uh, I'm, I'm very cautious in the aggregate. No, that's a good wrap-up. Jack Brugian, uh you have any disagreements with that outlook? Or what is your, and I'm especially interested in your commodity view because you're an expert trader there. Um, commodities look kind of soft to me. Well, uh, first of all, Happy New Year to both of you, and, and Merry Christmas, Mike. It's Armenian Christmas today, so, uh, so Merry Christmas to all my Armenian yeah. brothers and sisters. Um, look, you know, uh, last year, towards the end of the year, and it, it, about a month ago I was on your, on your show, and we were talking about how we were looking at a blow-off top, or at least in my mind what was looking like a blow-off top. Hmm. One of the reasons, and I want to explain this to people that are listening, is because people that were trading and buying the market were people that actually had to buy the market. Portfolio managers that were underinvested, they were underperforming. Those that were long were sitting back and just enjoying the ride. Now reality is starting to set in. Uh, the fact is that Michael is 100% right. This market is way overpriced. It's overpriced in every regard when you look at it. But more importantly, something is happening, especially this first week. You know, you, you called it a boring week. I call it a very insightful week. Uh, the first week of the year, as we know, as historians of the market, is the way January goes. And as January goes, goes the year. You're looking at a market right now that is scared. It's starting to act scared. We saw, uh, especially with the NASDAQ, what happened this week. You saw a good 3 4% almost come off immediately off of that market. Now, there are a couple of things at play. You mentioned commodities, uh, and, and you're right. Commodities are soft. We're, we're looking at some of the beans are no longer in the teens. You know, we used to talk about soybeans always being in the teens, and that was the, the, the first sign of inflation. Well, now they're no longer there. They were, they were trading as, as high as $17 at one time. So now, what is happening? Well, the reality is that we're starting to price in a real slowdown. And more importantly, we're starting to price in a disinflationary slowdown, which mm. in my mind is probably a scarier scenario for this Fed. Now, the one other thing that I'll add to that is, you know, you have a Fed right now that, that just pre-announced the Fed chairman's going to leave. There was a reason for that, all right, because now he's got his handcuffs off. He can do whatever he has to do, or in this case, not do what the market wants him to when do. When was this pre-announcement? What was what well, announcement? He, he basically he came out and said, "I'm not gonna, uh, I, I'm not gonna." Uh, I when did be. he? When did he say that? I missed that. It, it, was, it was over the last week or two. Huh? It was one of he the things that? the market reacted to immediately, and over the course of the weekend, it was the buzz on the floor. Uh, that, I missed that. No I completely missed that. Yep, and and it was, I, and a lot of it was to take the politics out of the Fed over the course of these next few months. So in my mind, and, and, and let's say I'm, I'm 100% right with what the floor and the, and the rumor mill has been saying. Well, then it gives, it gives him carte blanche to be able to do exactly what he wants to do, and that is defeat inflation, make sure you get it down to its right levels, and not worry about getting reappointed. And, and you know, quite frankly, that's probably his – you know, if that's the case – it's going to put us in the best possible situation as far as the Fed goes. So that's it. I missed that. I'm going to have to look up, look that up. Where did he say that, Jack? 
He said that in an interview, I believe, right yeah. before the end of the year. And it's wow. one of the reasons – it's one when I talked to a lot of portfolio managers and they were selling, it was the immediate – one of the first of two reasons, aside from the market being overbought, that they were getting into some cash. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So that's very interesting. So your hypothesis, and we'll get Mr. Rosanian on this, is that Jay will got, try to guide the Fed to 2% inflation or less, no funny business, no premature easing, which I think is a sound position, I might add, uh, given the stubbornness of inflation. But that's basically what you're saying, and that may disappoint uh, stock market investors. It's going to be painful. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what? We could see the market sell off 30, 40 percent. But then again, that's what happens, you know, when you've got uh, what, uh, 30 trillion in debt and servicing the debt is as much as the military budget now. I mean, something's got to give. Yeah, well, that's uh, that service. You're quite right. Is one, uh, over one trillion. Michael Zanian, had you seen that? Uh, Jay Powell? No, I, I, I did not see that. I, I think I, Jack Bruggen's breaking well. some news here. He's really breaking it, some news on <laughs> <laughs> the story. But that's an interesting hypothesis. I mean, if, yeah, if no, that's – no, go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say it absolutely it absolutely is. And, uh, you know, I was thinking sort of uh, – as Jack was describing that, I was thinking sort of the way the dollar and gold has been acting over the past week or so and that would sort of support jack's take because the mm -hmm. dollar has gotten stronger mm -hmm. a, a little bit and, and gold uh gold has gotten weaker mm -hmm. so uh uh you know that that to me uh would support jack's thesis that is hell. um jack what's dr copper doing i, I have it well, let I, me just look i have it down two percent 2.3 for the week i think that's what it was is, is, is copper been trending lower? Copper has been trending lower. Um, so have a lot of the, the commodities. But, well, gold and, and silver have been staying up. I mean, they came off a little bit. Uh, but when you look at the, these hard commodities, the ones that make a difference, you know, whether it be lumber, whether it be copper, the ones that, that you see for builders, um, they're fairly stable now. You, you're starting to see a lot of the, the, the peak inflation, obviously, has come way off. Uh, but more importantly, and this is something to keep in mind, um, what was, what is important is that wage inflation, which mm -hmm. really came along with that, is sticky. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and that's part of what we saw come out in that number yesterday that scared a lot of market players. You know, you talk about the market, everybody talks about everything else, but they don't really talk about wages that much. These wages have been going up year over year, and, and those are hard. You will not see wages come off. You'll see jobs disappear, but you will not see wages come off. I will say um, three cyclical indexes, the SOX index chips down almost 6% for the week. That's a big drop. Home builders down almost 2% and retailers down 3.5%. So first week of January, you're right. That's that's difficult, uh, tough stuff. Uh, what's the oil story, Jack Bergen? How do you see oil? I think oil is the big, uh, the big mystery market. It was up, but if you notice, something's happening. I, you know, every time somebody comes out and says they're going to cut production, uh, we end up with a little bit more coming out of the United States. Mm. And, and that is something which I love. I love the fact that, you know what, Biden is lying to his own constituents. Right? <laughs> you know what, here, here he is talking about how we're going to go green, everything is going to go electric, and they are pumping more oil than we have ever pumped in our existence as a country. And, uh, you know, I love that. Now, having said that to you, we're also buying our own oil because we're, we're now filling up the, you know, the, the, the reserves uh, yeah. and, and, you know, all of that. But, but the reality is that I love the fact that, you know, on the one hand, uh, you know, he, he is Mr. You know, Ecology, Mr. Green President. On the other hand, uh, you know, we're doing what we should be doing, and that is we're pumping as hard as we can. Well, Mike Ozania, I just want to – we're at 13.2 – 13.2 million barrels a day. That is a new record. Uh, Pre-pandemic, we were at 13.1. But really, I'm not that excited about it because uh, we should be at 14 or 15 million barrels a day. I mean, we haven't moved in several years. So I think, yeah, I, I, I tend issue. to look at it, yeah, I, I tend to look at it uh, not so much as are we at a record high, but are we producing as much as we could be? And yeah. how does it fit into the overall energy picture in yeah. terms of natural gas, fracking, and all of that? I, I think that's, you know, uh, we like to, I like to, I'll put it on myself, often use words like energy independence and, and that sort of thing. But when you're looking at any at the economy as a whole, and energy is such a huge part of it, not just because you know, for cars and heating and that, but just because it goes into so many other products. Yes. The question is, are we maximizing what we could be producing? And we're so off on that, uh, in my opinion. We could be producing so much more. And, and I think that's that's really the problem. And, and, and in the prior administration, we were not. We were towards maximizing it. And I, and I think that's a, that's a big difference. And, and I also think that it, it sort of, it's one of the reasons why I'm very concerned about the manufacturing sector being so weak and, and, and how mm-hmm. I think that even dovetails into, you know, the private sector jobs report being so weak. I, I think it all fits together. And I think that's, you know, to sum up, I think that's why I'm very uh, bearish on this year in terms of hitting that 11 12% earnings growth that everybody's talking about for the S&P, because I, I think all this is going to filter through and, and weigh down on that. Yeah, I think there's some irrational exuberance in the stock market after the strong close of uh, last year. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and uh, get some picks. Jack Berugian of the Global Smart Commodity Group, Mike Ozanian, uh, Assistant Managing Editor of Forbes Media, 
and co-host of Forbes Sports Money on the Yes Network. I'm Kudlow. We'll be back more on stocks. This is the Larry Kudlow Show on 77 WABC. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.